You're listening to Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A brought to you by Blueprint MCAT. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? I'm wonderful. What can I help you with? Okay. So um, I just wanted feedback about my situation because I haven't really had time or the opportunity to talk to like like professional. Um, but so a little background, I graduated with a neuroscience degree, but in undergrad, I wasn't really like, I didn't put all my effort into my academics. Basically I, towards the end, I did have an upward trend, um, where I started getting serious, like my junior and senior year. Um, and I enrolled myself in a master's program that's linked with a medical school. Um, but the thing is I started when COVID, so my master's program started, when COVID hit. So yep. everything went online and I just wasn't prepared for grad level, like the rigor of the program, especially with everything being taught online. And like, cause it was way different than how I studied in undergrad and those yep. techniques didn't correlate um, over. And so essentially I, I, they gave us an option to do pass or fail for my, our courses. And with the grad school grading, anything below like a, th- a B was like below a three. So I ended up taking a lot of passes for last year. So this is my second year and I'm retaking the classes that I took passes and fails in. So I was wondering how medical schools would look at that um, on my application. Okay. So the last thing you said is that you're retaking the classes. Yes. Okay. Why are you retaking them? Because they're like core requirements for the program. So they let you take them pass fail, but they're forcing you to retake them? Yeah. For a grade. Yeah. So you have to pay for the class twice. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Uh, that doesn't seem right. Um, okay. Um, well, you're retaking the class. So at the end of the day, hopefully you get a good grade in it. And the grade may be a little bit more diminished in terms of how it's looked at because it's your second time through the material. Okay. Okay. Um, and because it was mostly like all of my classes, except for like two that I kept the grades for. So is that something that would come up? Um, or is that like, would okay. that be looked negatively? Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah, it, it, it potentially will be a negative thing because it's your second time through the material. Not, not that you took it past fail to begin with, because lots of people took pass fail during COVID, but the fact that you are relying on grades to show an upward trend, to show academic ability, and now the A's hopefully that you're gonna get are, are gonna be a little bit diminished because it's your second time through the material. Okay. But there's nothing you can do about it. You're doing yeah. it, right? Yeah. So. Unfortunately, like a lot of, I was speaking with a lot of other grad students and they're in the same situation too, because it's like really tough. The, the, it just, it, I'm very confused why they would let you do take pass fail, but then not, it's, it, it, maybe I'm mistaken, but it sounds like they're not letting you count that towards your graduate degree. They're not. They told us like it wouldn't count towards your graduate degree. Yeah. And, and so, I mean, to me, that's a scam, but hey. 
What do I know? Uh, <laughs> anyway, what's your next question? Um, so leading off that, um, if I get a high MCAT, so I like I'm aiming for like 515 or above, how would that offset or balance out? Um, <laughs> yeah, it's such a common question of like, can a high MCAT score balance out? And, and the answer is they're independent variables. They're two separate things. So will a medical school go, oh, her GPA is not great, but look at that MCAT score? Sure. Is that balancing out? I don't know if you want to call it that or not. They're, they're separate variables. At the end of the day, the question that medical schools are asking themselves first and foremost is, are you academically capable of doing well in our medical school? And doing well means passing in four years, getting through medical school, passing your boards the first time you take them, and, and can you get through medical school in four years? There are two variables on the application that potentially lead to that, answering that question, your GPA and your MCAT score. And not just the GPA, but the trends and everything else, right? And so does that mean the MCAT balances out the GPA? I don't, I don't like saying that. They're two separate variables. And my answer is always a higher MCAT score always helps, period. Um, so, and then also leading off of that, I, in undergrad, I was in a lot of extracurriculars. Um, like I knew I wanted to be in health, like the healthcare field. Okay. So I, you know, everything across the board, like I was pharmacy, I worked in a pharmacy. I was an EMT. I shadowed, I volunteered at hospitals, internet hospitals. So how is it possible or how can I best showcase like my desire, I guess, to, because I can, can, basically, can that help me showcase um, my abilities, even though my grades don't, like, is that a thing? They're, they're separate can things. Just, so, so oh. when you say abilities, medical schools are not accepting students based on clinical abilities. Medical schools okay. teach you that stuff. Residency teaches you that stuff. And this is very common for students to try to sell those clinical skills as, ooh, look at me. I basically already know how to be a doctor. You should accept me and just give me a diploma. Mm -hmm. The skills don't matter. What matters is empathy, compassion, caring, all of that stuff. After, are you academically capable? Medical schools don't care how compassionate, empathetic, et cetera, you are if they don't think you're academically capable of, of passing medical school, of their medical school. That's the first question they ask themselves, right? And students get mad. They're like, oh, they're filtering out based on stats and this and that. I'm like, well, yeah, they have to. They have to. They have to have a bare minimum academic record that they accept based on their historical data that shows, you know what, students coming in with uh, with maybe less than a 3.0 and no upward trend, or maybe they have less than a 3.0, but they have a really strong upward trend or whatever it is, however the schools are filtering, they go, you know what, those students, they really struggle in our program. And they have to repeat a year or they end up dropping out. 
And not only is that a financial burden for the student, and so we're doing them a disservice if we accept them, but it's also a black eye for us during our accreditation process. When the accreditation body comes in and says, okay, show me how students are doing at your school. And you're like, well, we we really took a chance on this uh, on these handful of students with really terrible grades, but oh my gosh, they were EMTs for five years, but none of them made it through medical school. And that's bad for the medical school. That looks bad for them. So clinical experiences are great and they help tell your story about why you wanna be a physician. But again, they don't offset bad grades. They don't, they, they're not there to prove clinical skills. Right, you have to prove academic capability. You don't have to prove clinical capability. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, also, so this is my last question. Um, but so this is not more so about the process, but this cycle, I have a lot of friends who have applied, and many of them have not heard back at all. Yep. Um, I think most of them, except for one person that I know, has heard back. But do you think? like COVID has affected the application cycle or like how how is the application cycle being affected? I, I don't think the application cycle has been affected tremendously by COVID. Uh, I, I think we saw all of this kind of <laughs> fake news, even though I hate that terminology about the Fauci effect and all that. That was just PR from the AAMC and, and some other people. Um, we had lots of people apply last year, the, the first year of COVID. In 2020, we, we saw record numbers of students applying because students were rushing their application, trying to take advantage of uh, potentially not needing an MCAT score. And so what we saw was students with not good applications try to take advantage of the situation and find a shortcut. Guess what happened to them? They didn't get into medical school. And now they're applying again and, and I don't think we're going to have record numbers moving forward. And I, I haven't looked at the numbers or seen any kind of news uh, that the WMC's put out about numbers of applications for this year. But I think we'll just, we'll go back to normal. And we'll see over the course of the next few years, because we always see increases in applicants after economic downturns, when, when stuff happens in the economy or, or lots of people are laid off, like during COVID, people always go back to education as a way to to fill the time and to improve their status in, in the society. And so education is that. So I think over time, we'll see some potential increases in applicants. In general, I don't think we're going to see major changes for COVID. I think, unfortunately, schools are very bad at communicating with students during the application process. And it's something that advisors are kind of fed up with because it's the advisors that get the brunt of why haven't the schools talked to me? So, um, so no, for, for your friends, I think their, their applications just uh, unfortunately aren't good enough for schools to, to reach out to them. Um, and that's all the questions I had. All right. So I have a question. You, you yes. want to shoot for 515 plus on the MCAT, which is very aspirational. I love it. How are you going to do that? What's your goal there? What's your, what's your plan? So um, I bought content books. I have tried take, so during COVID, I was supposed to take my MCATs. Okay. Um, it got canceled. And I also wasn't really confident at the time. Okay. Um, so I 
used UWorld on and off, try to fill in my content. Um, And I honestly didn't feel confident enough. So I have it scheduled for March. So I, I'm hitting around like a 501, 502. um, But from now till March, I plan on just, because at this point, I've ran through the content enough. I think it's just practice problem that I'm tripping on. And I just need to get into the habit of taking these exams. Because to be honest, when I sit down for a practice test, the first section, physics, it just, it just, my confidence after that section goes down. So I don't really feel confident. So I just think it's a matter of practice. So I'm hoping to practice enough. Practice, practice, practice. Blueprint full length exams are considered the the gold standard, the third party test. So um, go, go check those out. And UWorld is, is an amazing QBank. So um, go check out those blueprint ones as, as well. I plan, I plan to actually use them for practice tests. Awesome. All right. Well, good luck. Fingers crossed. Um, I'm still yes. really sketched out that your school did what they did with pass fail classes, but I'll, I'll let you fight that battle. Um, and, and fingers crossed, keep us posted. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me here on Ask Dr. Gray Pre-Med Q&A. Did you know that we record these live on Facebook at 3 p.m. Eastern on most weekdays? Search for Medical School HQ on Facebook and like the page to be notified. Don't forget to check out our amazing Facebook group, The Hangout, at medicalschoolhq.net slash group. 